0: you. Mm-hmm.
1: now I've got Tracy here. She's a very good friend of mine. She just happens to be psychic and a medium. But what does that mean? What does that mean, Tracy?
2: <laughs> What's a medium? A medium is someone who speaks to people who have died. Right. Like a ghost. No, a ghost is, well, what, what I would call an apparition. Right. So a spirit isn't always a ghost. A ghost is just what we see. Like a ghost becomes a ghost because we see it. But that's an apparition. So not everyone that's passed over is a ghost. Is that right? No one that passes over is a ghost unless you see them. Right. Seeing them makes them a ghost. Yeah, okay. So if something was haunted, you would say it's haunted by a spirit. Mm -hmm. If you saw a ghost, then you would say it's haunted by a spirit and I see its ghost.
1: Lovely. No one's ever explained it to me like that before.
2: Just like humans, like you have a spirit inside of you and so do I, but mm-hmm. right now we are seeing that spirit as a human.
1: So you say, I see a person, I see a human. Yeah. Rather than I see the spirit. Some yeah, people is would the say ghost. that. Yeah, yeah, they would. But that's mm-hmm. just,
2: you know, that's just naive to the, the lexicon and, yeah. and all of, you know, the language that we use. It's the language. Yeah, yep. that's all it is. Vocabulary. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Love it. Mm. And so, you're a medium. Mm -hmm. So, you can hear spirits.
2: Yeah. So, being a medium means that you you are psychic. You can't be a medium without being psychic. And good mediums, the better mediums, will use more psychic abilities than others. So, all the psychic abilities um, are the clear audience, which is clear hearing, ...clair sentience, which is clear feeling... clear cognizance, which is clear knowing... ...clairvoyance, which is clear vision or clear seeing. Yes, you hear um, that yeah. word a lot, clairvoyant. Yeah, clairvoyant, yeah. So and that's when they see things. That's when you see things. But it's right. not always that you see dead people. Uh-huh. It's not always that you see into the future. It's mm-hmm. just that you have the gift of being able to see... ...what is not in front of you mm-hmm. ordinarily and logically and literally. Mm-hmm. You see... Past, present, future, you see spirit and you might not even see all of those. Some clairvoyants might only be able to see in the past. Some clairvoyants might only see the present, some might only see the future, some might only see spirit. How do you figure it out? How do you Um, figure
1: out if you're seeing something that's in the past as opposed to seeing something that's in someone's future? It's experience. Do they look different?
2: It's experience in essentially. in black and white? No. <laughs> like an old film reel? <laughs> in the future, everyone's flying. That's how you know yeah. if it's a future do we one. do like the yeah. Jetsons? Yeah, <laughs> that's how you know it's the future.
0: Right. <laughs>
2: and in the Keanu past Keanu Reeves, is. it's the Matrix and that's yeah. the future. Pretty much. Right. Pretty much. Everyone's wearing nice. like spy glasses and shit. Nice. Um, yep. You, it's just experience. It's just. It's just knowing, yeah, and knowing what you're seeing. So, if you see a vision in your head, um, the way we see it is almost like the closest way that I can explain it would be like you have a memory. Mm -hmm. It's like that. The vision is like a memory in my mind, Mm -hmm. um, but it's not my memory. And I have to work out whether that memory is past, present or future and who it it belongs to, Mm -hmm. where it's coming from Mm -hmm. and what it means. But that... That's interpretation and that takes years of experience and skill development and practice.
1: I'm glad you mentioned skill development because although you were born with these capabilities, it wasn't until much later that you actually learnt how to hone in on them, develop them. Yeah, for sure. Use them.
2: Yeah. And so once and I was given… not everyone does that. No. Yeah. No. And because um, it's either they don't want to because mm-hmm. uh, it. ...might freak them out. Mm-hmm. Uh, they don't want to because they just don't want to. It doesn't interest them to yeah. do it. Yep. Um, they might not want to because of judgment... ...and they're afraid mm-hmm. of what it might mean if they do. Mm-hmm. Um, they might be scared. Mm. Not um, supported. Yeah. And yep. a, a, the biggest problem though is they don't know who to go to... Yeah. ...to be able to do that with... ...because it is a big bad world out there when it comes to this industry... ...and yep. people just out there to make money... ...and people out there who are... Saying things and teaching things that just, to be honest, is bullshit. Mm -hmm. Um, And a lot of it's very irresponsible, Mm -hmm. Uh, especially if you're dealing with people who are at the spiritual sort of crisis where um, they literally are experiencing mental health issues along with it. Mm -hmm. It can be really, it can be a very vulnerable stage. And if you've got a mentor or a teacher or someone that you think that you can trust to learn from... um, that that can really fuck you up. Like it can mm-hmm. cause more harm than good, mm. and yeah, it's sort of it's a touchy subject and yeah. um, the ethics behind it all. Absolutely, There's a lot of unwritten things. Absolutely, because a lot of it is passed down. It's generational, or yeah. yep. you know, even mentors. You know, my mentor or my first mentor, she, um, you know, she comes from a life of it as well. Mm-hmm. And I prefer to go through through people who have had experience mm-hmm. um, and speak from from experience rather than from, you know, a textbook. That makes sense. Yeah. In any um, sort
1: of way of life, you'd rather go to a surgeon with experience rather exactly. than just a book smart person. Exactly. you want the person with the track record.
2: Yeah. So and someone speak. who um, can talk about, you know, where they've kind of travelled down the wrong path path or the wrong direction Mm -hmm. and how they brought themselves back or what they did and Mm. it's just um to be honest mentors for me it's all about their stories so Mm -hmm. the stories of their experiences is Mm -hmm. where i learn the most from Mm -hmm. so with developing your psychic abilities knowing where you start is probably the most important thing so it's knowing who you are and what you identify with most so with those four there's also um Clear, smelling, clear olfactants, mm-hmm. um, and clear gustums, which is clear taste. Oh. and so I can I have all of those six abilities. So my ability as a medium—that's because It is, but just because <laughs> you're a psychic, it doesn't mean you can speak to people who have crossed over. Yes, but if you are a medium and you have all of those six abilities, then mm-hmm. it means that your connection as a medium is—I I wouldn't say the words better; it's just clearer.
1: Stronger,
2: stronger, yeah. and um, deeper, and mm-hmm. much more whole. So mm-hmm. he, I can understand what the spirit uh, wants me to smell, wants me to taste, wants me to mm. see, hear, touch, know, feel—all of that. Like mm. it's a—it's a well-rounded, full
0: experience
2: for me and then it comes down to your interpretation so that's the other thing you've got to learn too how to interpret and the other thing on top of that too to be in a professional space doing what we do Mm -hmm. you have to know how to deliver it Mm -hmm. and you have to become really confident in your delivery and you have to trust it Mm -hmm. um but with all of the psychic abilities and all of that, the biggest thing comes down to the faith that you have in mm. in where you're getting your information from mm-hmm. and not feeling like you're going to make a dick of yourself if you <laughs> say, like, what does this person that's standing here wearing a purple clown suit mean? Like, yep. it doesn't mean anything to me, but you have to trust that it's not about you, that it's about the other person. Yep. And you've just got to have the confidence to be able to deliver it. If they're trying to tell you to clock like a chicken,
1: mm. dance around. Yeah. Yeah. That's never happened but it probably will now that you've said that but it could <laughs> i hope i'm there for it
2: uh, <laughs> um but yeah so mediumship is speaking to people who have crossed over using all of your psychic abilities or some of your psychic abilities and the better the medium it just means that they've got more psychic abilities and that they're much more well practiced and experienced mm-hmm. with it mm-hmm. thank you for clearing that up it's really good to get those definitions to be clearer mm, yeah And then a clairvoyant is not a medium uh, and a clairvoyant does does not make an amazing psychic Mm -hmm. because they're only going by their visions. Mm -hmm. So, most of the time a clairvoyant doesn't just have clairvoyance, they have the other abilities as well.
1: Yeah. We're just perhaps less familiar with them. And that's all we remember. Yeah.
2: Perhaps. Yeah. That's it. It's just kind of like a stereotypical label Mm -hmm. for Mm -hmm. people like me.
1: So when you when I think about psychics and mediums alongside with the term spirituality, what how do they go hand in hand, and can you be spiritual without necessarily, let's say, believing in psychics and mediums? Yes. Um,
2: so there was lots of questions there. Yeah. So
1: it's big. It's loaded.
2: Spirituality mixed with psychic medium shit. So I personally, I believe that uh, spirituality is an individual experience and Mm -hmm. relationship. Mm -hmm. I don't think that uh, everyone should aim to be matching someone else's spirituality or Mm -hmm. belief system. I think it needs to be an experience of faith and blending your Mm. own personal experience with um, spirit with the universe with God whoever you call it mm-hmm. so, um, being a psychic medium, you you there is absolutely no way you can't have a belief in mm-hmm. the afterlife mm-hmm. because we see it all day every day mm-hmm. and the proof is there for us. There's it's, no denying the, it, the it's truth. Just, no, for yeah, you. it yep. is like it is normal for me. Mm-hmm. It's not normal for everyone, but it's very normal for me, and mm-hmm. it's something that I know mm-hmm. as much as i know that my name is tracy mm-hmm. or i know as much as i know that i'm a female and i'm born on the second of june like I, as much as i know these things yeah i know that there is an yep. afterlife yeah um and so knowing that does not mean that i need to be spiritual mm-hmm. um It doesn't mean that I have to have a belief system. Mm -hmm. And I think that spiritual means that you have some sort of belief system around faith in something greater than you Mm -hmm. and that Mm -hmm. you belong to something that is – of a higher consciousness mm-hmm. than what we are. Mm-hmm. And so, however you choose to, how in depth you choose to go into your spiritual beliefs
0: mm-hmm.
2: um, or even the way that you live your life based on spirituality, mm-hmm. I think really just depends on how evolved your soul is. On you and where you're at. And how yeah. ready you are to do yep. that. Yeah. Um, whether you have the inclination to or not, mm. whether you've got uh, the time and the energy to do that too. So, for me, I did. But that was because for me personally, everything kind of hit this this crossroad, this kind of like divine intervention where it all just screeched to a halt and, and it all landed at once. Mm-hmm. And I had to explore my spirituality to get through my human experience mm-hmm. and my psychic medium stuff's been around since I was born. So that mm-hmm. wasn't something I had to go through. Mm-hmm. The spiritual side of things was and the fact that I am both – I think, is somewhat relevant but somewhat irrelevant Mm. to being a psychic medium Mm -hmm. and somewhat relevant and somewhat irrelevant to being spiritual. Mm -hmm. Does that make sense?
1: Kind of.
2: So, like, if you're spiritual, Mm -hmm. it doesn't mean that you have to believe that humans can speak to dead people.
1: Yeah. Yep. Yeah? Yep.
2: It doesn't mean that at all like Mm -hmm. because there's – Catholics, there's Muslims, there's all different mainstream organized religions that um, uh, would identify as spiritual, uh, identify as having faith, identify as having a relationship with something greater than them. And that's spirituality. That's spirituality. Is is faith. That is. Yeah. But a lot of those religions don't identify or acknowledge what I do. Yeah. So you it does it does have a relationship, spirituality mm-hmm. and speaking to dead people mm-hmm. or being able to speak to the spiritual realms mm-hmm. but they don't go hand in hand all the time. So you mm-hmm. can be deeply spiritual mm-hmm. and not do what I do, but you can do what I do and not be deeply spiritual as well. Yeah. Because that's how I was yep. for thirty two years. Yep. For 32 yeah. For thirty two years I was not deeply spiritual at all. Yeah. I was constantly like I studied religion, mm-hmm. like obsessed with it to try and find faith, that Furious. elusive faith. Yep. No, I just wanted to find faith. Uh-huh. I saw it all around me. I was yep. surrounded by people who identified as Catholic.
0: Yeah.
2: Um, and everyone had faith yep. and people would talk about it My fam- mm. in my family and at school. Um And I just knew that I didn't have it. And I don't Mm -hmm. know whether it was because I wasn't baptized as a child and my parents, thankfully, in hindsight, wanted me to find my own identity in terms of religion and spirituality. But really it was just a conflict for them because one was Catholic and one was Church of England and they didn't want to give each other... Oh, it was. It was kind of like, well, we can't choose felt for her, but it wasn't that they wanted it for me. It was more that they couldn't choose, so let's just let her figure it out herself. Too hard. (laughs) Yeah, pretty much. So it wasn't really their intention. wasn't the same as what I would like to think it was. Still worked out for you, exactly. Yeah, Um, Yeah. because that could have been a crisis, Mm. but. I could not have blind faith and blind Mm -hmm. faith was something that I was so intrigued by.
0: Mm.
2: And so my effort to explore religion and at that time, that time I would never have referred to it as spirituality. It would all just Mm. be religion, Mm -hmm. Uh, which I think is where a lot of people sit Mm -hmm. in that space Mm. of language in terms of, no, I'm not religious, I don't recognise religion Mm -hmm. or I don't belong to a particular religious faith. It's too definitive, I find, religion. It is very much so. It's
1: very, there's rules and if you don't believe or if you don't follow every rule in a particular religion, well, then you're obviously of not. Like not faith. of that religion. Yeah. yeah. So that's means why. you don't have faith.
2: Yeah. yeah. Yeah.
1: If you don't tick all the boxes. Exactly.
2: And mm. so for me, I couldn't tick all of the boxes in yeah. any of the religions. Yeah. And I was just on this constant search mm. of this faith, this mm-hmm. elusive faith that mm. no one seemed to be able to explain to me how I could get it. Mm. And so... And on the other hand, you've got all these gifts and you weren't
1: pairing them together. No, not yeah. at
2: all. Not at all. It's amazing. And that's when... Um, that's when sort of my divine intervention happened and everything that I needed to do in my human experience just hit the fan. And Mm. I was basically left with nothing in terms of my inner self and my knowing and my compass. And Mm -hmm. so I had to surrender. And when I surrendered, I surrendered to whatever I could, you know, whatever was out there. I basically just said, you know, to the universe, Mm -hmm. I give up. I don't know how to do this anymore. And then I started to, I feel like the universe started to speak to me in so many different ways. And I started to listen and then that's how I built my faith. Mm -hmm. And so now I feel like I am the most faithful person I know because Mm -hmm. I don't know anyone around me who has developed their own sense of faith. Mm -hmm. I only know the people around me who have blind faith, Mm -hmm. no faith, Mm -hmm. and that's it.
0: Mm -hmm.
2: And so Spirituality for me came hand in hand with my own personal human development Mm -hmm. and growth and expansion. But then because I was listening to the universe through my spirituality, they then guided me into more opportunity to be able to do what I'm doing now
0: Mm -hmm.
2: and it just kept going and I just kept listening because at that point I was addicted to faith I was Mm -hmm. addicted to guiding following following that that light and that message and that energy and I was doing it faithfully Mm -hmm. and I kind of felt that I couldn't rely on myself because I'd fucked everything up in the past every (laughs) time I thought I knew what I was doing Mm -hmm. or thought I knew what I needed to do Mm -hmm. I fucked it up Mm -hmm. and that's
1: exactly what Caroline Mace was saying just the other night, wasn't it? How many yeah, hand, yeah. like how many things do we fuck up that we have a hand in, and exactly. it's everything. And how many things that happen perfectly do we actually arrange? Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And so ourselves. Yeah. Yeah.
2: And so I had a clear, you know, at thirty-two, I had a clear. It was actually probably at thirty. I had like a clear understanding. Mm. It was crystal clear mm. that if I followed this feeling. Mm. and this knowing mm. then I was happy mm-hmm. and if I f- and almost blissful mm. but I think that at that time I would have identified it as more as blissful because it was in comparison to the way that I had always lived yeah yeah but yeah. now I understand that it wasn't really bliss it was happiness because then yeah. I have since compounded that bliss like no freaking tomorrow yeah but it's like gathers momentum exactly when you- yeah and it's your standard. So, yep. like, when you have such a steep contrast, it's very black and white. And now I've it's got lots obvious. of grey area. Yep. And so the… It doesn't mean to say everything's bliss all the time, though, does it? Absolutely not. It's not
1: sunshine, rainbows and Labradors. No.
2: That's not, yeah. That's not real. No, it's not. And…
1: Just to debunk that myth.
2: Yeah, it's just what's meant for you. myth. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's not um, real. No, it's just what's meant for you. Yeah. And what's meant for you may be pain and suffering and (laughs) trial and deliberation Mm -hmm. and that might be what's meant for you what's needed yeah yeah for your expansion Mm. as a soul Mm. and our soul is expanding through our human experience and Mm. that's what's happening on the grand scheme of things Mm -hmm. we humanize so much of what happens in our life which Mm -hmm. makes sense Mm -hmm. but there are we. There, there's not just the human part of us that is evolving, mm-hmm. and yet most humans mm-hmm. focus on that—just the human part that's evolving. But there is mm-hmm. like there's seven layers of us that are evolving mm-hmm. all at the same time while we are alive, having a human experience on Earth. Mm-hmm. And humans only focus on the human evolution. Not all humans. That's being a little bit generalised, but most humans only focus on their human evolution. And evolving as opposed to all of their mm. their parts of them mm-hmm. and knowing that they're not all on the same journey in, in time. Mm-hmm. So they're all on different uh, time, time systems or time beliefs. Mm-hmm. The way time moves is different for our spirit, our soul, our human experience, our mm-hmm. emotional body, our physical body, our mental body. Time mm-hmm. is moving differently for all of them.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: That's like when old people
1: can't believe that they're old. They can't believe that they. Yeah, their because body their spirit is old, but their mind is not as old. Exactly. They look and in the mirror and they get a shock. Crap. When yeah, did I turn eighty? Exactly. I feel like a fifty-year-old.
2: Yeah. Yeah. And they're because times. that's their spirit mm. feels young yep. and alive. Yeah. But then you can have some sixty-year-olds who just their spirit is gone. They're a hundred. Yeah, their yeah. essence is just no longer sparking itself mm. up anymore. Mm. Um, yeah. So. I think that spirituality is sort of, for me, it encompasses uh, all of that expansion Mm -hmm. as a whole. When I say, uh, if I was to say I'm a very spiritual person, which Mm -hmm. I never say, Mm Uh, But if I was to say that, what I would mean by that is that I'm aware Mm -hmm. that it is not just my human experience, Mm -hmm. that I have all of these other experiences going on as part of my soul evolution. Mm -hmm. And I also have an understanding that outside of my soul, there is more evolution happening and that outside of that evolution, there is more evolution happening Mm -hmm. and that it is all part of one grand divine time, mm-hmm. frame, plan, life, mm-hmm. living piece of, of something. Mm-hmm. I don't know what it, yeah. And mm-hmm. I don't know what it is. Mm-hmm. And I don't I don't really want to know what it is mm-hmm. because I think that my mind would literally pop off my head. Like I it, it's too much to mm-hmm. think for me at this point. I don't know if I'll ever mm-hmm. be able to get to that headspace. Mm-hmm. I don't know. But what I do know is that for me I am aware of the possibilities mm-hmm. and I don't pretend to know everything and I'm also a constant learner.
1: Mm. Acknowledging that it is there. Exactly. You don't have to exactly know.
2: Exactly and I don't yeah. and I'll never ever say that I know everything That's in terms part. of being a psychic medium yep. or that everything that I'm getting is 100% truth. Mm-hmm. I can only ever really say that in my experience mm-hmm. for the last 30, nearly 39 years, mm-hmm. this is something I know to be true. Mm-hmm because it's never changed. Mm-hmm. It's proven itself over and over again. Mm. Um, in terms of when I receive messages, mm-hmm. there, there, there's some there's some that just are always the same. And mm-hmm. so that would lead me to believe that it's just always like that. It's the pattern. Yeah. Mm. And so knowing that there is evolution occurring, I think is a huge part of spirituality as well. So mm. being a spiritual person... Um, I believe that I am here to evolve, mm-hmm. and, and I am here to evolve all parts of me from what mm. I can consciously become aware of,
1: and others. Mm,
2: yeah, mm. and I don't want to stop ever evolving, mm. and that's spirituality too.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Constantly being There's no open. End point, is exactly, there? <laughs> it's just this constant evolution. Mm-hmm. Whether we are evolving as a human, as a spirit, mm. one part of us is always mm. evolving at different times. Mm-hmm. Forever and ever and ever and ever as far as I've been able to work it out.
1: Yeah. Love it. Did what that answer, answer all <laughs> of those 52 questions in one? It was perfect. I think the whole area of spirituality can mean so much to many people and essentially um, what I tend to take out away from it is um, a love as well, a love and a faith of Um, everyone else and a certain oneness with everybody else as well rather than trying to um, individualise yourself, having um, your own experience that involves everyone else as well. Mm. What
2: do you think about that? Well, that's separation from ego. Yeah, okay. And so if you are someone who is single-minded or someone who does not have a a greater vision in terms of being a part of a community at the first sort of, or a part of a family, then part of a a wider family, then part of Mm. a community, then part of, You know, a country, then part like of a nation, then part of a race, then part of the humankind. The humankind, yeah. 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 And so, if you're someone who is limited to certain stages in there, Mm. then that's just how far separated or non separated you are from your ego. Mm -hmm. So, someone who is spiritual, depending on how they practice their spirituality, Mm -hmm. so organized religion that would be good to talk about. Yeah, true. Practices, yeah. File that away. Yeah, cool. (laughs) Write it down. Yeah. Um, noted depending on how you practice your spirituality also gives a really good insight as to how attached to your ego so with you know religion and things like that when you were saying you know it's a love mm-hmm like there are a lot of people who i know who are part of organized religions and they 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 do have a very great understanding and awareness of being a part of something bigger and of humankind mm-hmm. yeah. and yep. they're very generous and mm-hmm. very uh altruistic and all of that Mm -hmm. however they still live in a tremendous amount of fear and Mm -hmm. their motive is based on fear Mm -hmm. and that is something that I could talk about forever and a day Mm -hmm. discuss anyway it wouldn't Mm -hmm. be a debate it'd have to be a discussion because I don't think I don't know I am right about this it is Mm -hmm. just something that I psychically and intuitively understand Mm -hmm. And to have that conversation would be awesome with lots of different people. But mm. um, that, uh, that their intention is pure mm. and that's really all that matters though. Mm-hmm. They're, whether they're based on fear, mm-hmm. um, which is what organized religion is based on. Mm-hmm. Um, what I love about organized religion mm. is that it allows people to remain faithful Mm. And it allows people to have a pure intention. Mm-hmm. And there are two things that spirit, and when I say spirit, it would be most people re- reference of God. Mm-hmm. Um, I use it interchangeably in terms of universe and spirit. They are. Call, I don't use it interchangeably all the time because spirit is what I refer to as your spirit guides usually. Mm. The universe mm-hmm. is what I refer to as what you would call God, not you, but yep. the majority would call God. Yeah. Um, But what I have learnt through the universe and through spirit is that pure intention and faith are the two greatest powers Mm -hmm. that people can possess. Mm -hmm. And if a soul's evolution isn't able to evolve spiritually in the the human experience, Mm -hmm. then let's get them into mainstream organised religion because that Mm -hmm. will keep them of pure intent and faith Mm -hmm. if they have enough fear. Yeah, yeah, it's an int- it's a very very interesting rabbit hole kind of topic. It is rabbit hole, yeah. it is. Yeah, uh, and from someone like me who has an extra audience mm. and an extra uh, influence, mm-hmm. and and when I say extra. It's spirit mm. and the universe mm-hmm. because I have that. It mm. feels like I speak for them, and I'm an advocate for what they have to offer. Mm-hmm. And it's just whether or not people people want to take that extra voice seriously. Yeah, and if they want to uh, hear it, exactly. Yeah, and whether they want to acknowledge that it's there, yeah, and do something about it, or at least absorb some of it, think about it, and be open minded. Yeah, that's how they're going to evolve, and that's what I think I'm here for. I really think that in my unique position and place mm-hmm. and purpose in human evolution is to be a, a provoker of thought or like a prophetess if I dare say which would be such a you know I would never call myself a prophetess but I would love to be called a prophetess at the same time
1: I can call you one
2: yeah okay hey, you can call me prophetess right? <laughs> now. So a unicorn I'm now prophetess <laughs> oh these labels yeah but um Having that
1: in times gone by, that's what someone would would have labeled you as
2: Exactly. yeah, exactly. Yeah. And for me, I take it extremely seriously and I take it with uh, so much passion and humbling um, you know maturity, I guess is probably mm-hmm. the best way to describe it in terms of having that responsibility.
1: You've got a certain respect for it too. I do. And
2: I need to make sure that I'm constantly evolving to understand it and do it justice Mm. and interpret it correctly. Mm -hmm. Because if I didn't have experience and if I didn't put myself in positions where I could be vulnerable to learn and be exposed Mm. to more and have no fear with it, Mm. then I don't think that I would be the right servant for them. Mm -hmm. And when I say servant, you know, like I'm not at their beck and call as such, like I'm still having my human experience and I'm very protective of that. Yep. However, and of service, yeah, yeah, I'm serving people, but yeah. I am serving people because of spirit mm-hmm. and I am just simply that messenger, but I'm here to deliver some really, really, really powerful, important messages for the human race's conscious evolution, mm-hmm. you know, and it's exciting to me. It's mm-hmm. difficult to do from what I feel like is such a small space because. I am just little me Mm -hmm. sitting on the central coast of New South Wales Mm -hmm. in a country called Australia, you Mm -hmm. know, who am I? Why have I been chosen to have such an important role? Mm -hmm. And it's hard to understand how to get that out to the masses Mm -hmm. with just Tracy's experience at 39 years old, you Mm -hmm. know, like it, I don't know how really to get the voice Mm. out because if I could stand and broadcast it to the world every day, Mm -hmm. Spirit would love that shit. (laughs) But I think that's why I'm not the only one. That's Mm. why there are millions of us waking up. Mm. That's why there Mm. are millions of us out there detaching from ego Mm -hmm. and – uh, being vulnerable and putting mm-hmm. themselves out there to speak.
1: Yeah, that's where the faith comes in, doesn't exactly. it? Exactly. You don't have to have it all figured out. You just have to do what you feel is the right thing to be exactly. doing. Following that.
2: And if you have to sacrifice your ego for it, mm-hmm. when you are like me and you have the experiences that I have had and do continue to have, which are the downloads, you mm-hmm. that sacrifice is not a sacrifice. Mm-hmm. It is like an offering. It's just like I—I I am gladly going to offer up mm-hmm. this, which a lot of people would see as sacrificing, mm. but it's a very meaningful sacrifice mm. and a sacrifice that I am very, very happy to be able to give mm-hmm. and offer. Trade off. Yeah. Nice. Hmm. Great. I need to pee. <laughs>
1: Are you recording? Uh, I am. Yeah. <laughs> so that was that was a little bit of a deep dive into spirituality, but essentially so. And I am sure we could talk for days on it. But that's... what well, we do, we do, we have fun with it. Um, but essentially, I think it's important to talk about all of that and get a sort of overall understanding because it is a evolution, mm. and um, and it's just interesting to think back to when I first met you, I didn't know that you were a psychic or a medium. You were, Tracy, I met at the gym that taught me how to box. (laughs) And that was years before I met you, before I re-met you again
0: Mm.
1: in a different lifetime. And and I found it amazing to finally realise that you had this whole other world because I would have never have picked it Mm. when I first met you. So when you're talking about spirituality, um, and what it means to someone and how they live their life and interpret it, you never do know, do you? No, Unless you, you have don't. a conversation,
2: you don't. And that's that's um, that's just respect and uh-huh. uh, the. The inclination to want to know more about someone rather than just judge them on what they look like mm-hmm. or what you know of them. Stereotypes and yeah, judgment. absolutely. And, yep. you know, we don't... You, you don't see someone walking down the street and know what religion they are or what their spiritual beliefs are just by looking at them unless... Not always. No, exactly. Unless mm-hmm. their religion determines the certain clothing they wear and yep. that's fair enough. Or, mm-hmm. you know, it, it's for... For spirituality as a whole, which mm-hmm. I don't think you can make it as a whole, uh knowing someone's spiritual um life mm-hmm. or background, belief. Or even the influence of it in their life. Yeah. It's just not a conversation most people will have straight off the cuff. No. It's something I consider to be something that is very, very sacred. Yeah. And very, very personal. Yeah. And I don't share it Mm. with anyone. Mm. If you are having a conversation with me about my personal spiritual beliefs, Mm -hmm. practices and rituals, Mm -hmm. then you're someone on my very, very, very close inner circle. Mm Mm-hmm. Because I don't share it with everyone mm-hmm. And I think that that's fairly standard mm-hmm. I don't think most people would share mm. Or be vulnerable and um, self-confident enough mm. To be able to put that out there You know, there's two things you don't talk about mm-hmm. Politics and religion
1: <laughs> But it's, it might not be necessary I mean, why mm. would you need to? Exactly. You know? Exactly So what S- benefit is it?
2: Well, exactly. If someone
1: wanted to know what yep. they should do, maybe you could. Yep. You know, there's advice to be given, but that doesn't essentially mean divulging what your practices are. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Exactly. And, but even the principles and the morals and the integrity and the values yep. and the beliefs that you hold as yep. a person. Yeah. Ha- if you like someone, yep. if they're your friend, yep. if they're someone that you, yeah. that resonates with you and that yep. you just get along with, mm. then generally. Uh, you would probably have the same Mm. or similar Mm. in in some of those Mm. that make it so that you like each other or that you were drawn to each other or even being in the same place at the same time. Yeah. you know with the boxing and things we yeah. were both interested in being fit and healthy and vital yeah. and we needed to go and have our ass kicked and flogged yeah. <laughs> by, by someone who would force us to do it because we weren't so doing fun. it ourselves it was it was yeah. the best
1: I didn't even think I would like it I, I turned really? out to love it yeah, yeah that's because of me you yeah. only loved it because oh, of me something like that <laughs> <laughs> loved smashing you kicking your ass. You wish. (laughs) I I became you. I'm sure I did. (laughs) All right. Rematch. I'll let
2: you remember it that way because I'm the more evolved soul. Oh, here
1: we go. (laughs) What a crock of Uh, shit. Unbelievable. Such a joke. We got so far.
2: Uh, (laughs) We held our shit together. We were trying Uh, to be really professional and responsible uh, and mature. And that's the end of
1: our friendship (laughs) and we've got it on record. So well done.
2: (laughs) you can always just box it out and see who wins. Uh, well, yeah. Well, you're wearing a really pretty dress today with your hair and makeup done. And I'm you. wearing gym gear, so I you're think ready I'm probably going to win. You're going to bust I've got my, my guns out already. <laughs> you do. <laughs> oh, dear. But yeah, I guess you'll never know if anyone would turn out to be psychic.
1: No, well, you didn't show up to gym with crystals chinging, hanging off your neck and no. bangles all, all the wear. way up
2: your arm. And <laughs> Although Lorna's just released her latest... Um, her latest delivery and offering, and it's oh, all right. amazing tie dye and paisley, Truly. and I love it. Oh, I'm it's getting gorgeous, in it. nice, yeah, so cool.
1: It's not sponsored at all. <laughs> no,
2: <laughs> I do write for Lorna, but not sponsored. No, <laughs> Lorna, your game if you're get us some free
1: stuff. <laughs> Tracy, come on, it could be the
2: you never know.
1: Boxing hippies. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Let's not go with the word hippie. Oh, dear. The
1: boxing spiritualists. Yeah, I love it. Yeah. Well, my number one spiritual belief is just don't be a dick. Honestly,
2: I like that. Don't is that, that number
1: dick. one? It's up there. Yeah, I haven't ordered them, but it's definitely up there. it's yeah. it's 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 a moral I live by. Don't a be standard. a dick. Don't be a dick.
2: That's very negative. Yeah, rather That's than telling
1: you what not to be, what
2: be a be an B-A. awesome
1: soul. That's too fluffy. Mm. So, don't, the opposite
2: of a dick is an don't awesome be soul. A dick.
1: I don't know. Maybe it is.
2: You tell me. Well, what's the opposite of a dick? Because that's what you need to be. Be a vagina. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you would love that. <laughs> you
1: ask the question. You need ask to... <laughs> good
2: questions. You get great answers.
1: <sighs> Brilliant. <laughs> I think we'll have to put our podcast in a separate category
2: now (laughs) yeah and i think we also probably need to add to our things to talk about um like language in spirituality because yeah it's definitely um not defined Mm -hmm. um yeah it's refreshing that's a refreshing notion
1: is it i feel as though yeah for sure
2: I think if you are someone who is similar to me Mm -hmm. um, or identify as spiritual, that you know that Mm -hmm. and that you do not define yourself by the words and the language that you use because ultimately in the end it doesn't really matter.
0: Mm.
2: I like to express. Yeah. And I like to express appropriately. Mm Mm-hmm. And sometimes throwing fuck out there, <laughs> I do it because I want yeah. to create some kind of response mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. because I'm putting an extra emphasis yeah. on what I'm saying and that I want attention. attention. Yep. Yep. It and, does. you know, yep. I think language in spirituality is like sex in mainstream. Yep. Yep. sex sells. Yeah. You know, I sit there sometimes and try and come up with content for my social media. And Matt and I had this conversation the other day where I literally was about to press post, but I knew that my social media guy would have probably the biggest coronary of his life. But <laughs> what it was, was it? <laughs> it was just a white um, background, like a white mm-hmm. tile mm-hmm. with the word sex, mm-hmm. and then I was just going to write this content underneath mm-hmm. in the comments how now that I've got your attention mm. I want to talk about this
1: I think I did that in high school I made really? a giant poster with the word sex
2: just to get someone's attention yeah that yeah. was it was sex now that I have your attention
1: was something yeah. about some yeah English novel that we had sells. to write a revision on that we had to get attention
2: sex cells, yeah. and in spirituality and those discussions yeah. I feel like language Uh and words that shock yeah not so much sex yeah because i am you're not gonna see me with a g-string on you know strutting around talking about spirituality that's a disappointment
1: (laughs) (laughs) just lost half our audience half of our two-person audience i'm walking out if i get
2: get enough emails (laughs) That's really funny.
1: That's really funny (laughs) because there was a big push after you did a certain competition that you were wearing certain clothing. Yes. So, what you just said then is really funny. Yeah. I find.
2: And that's, you know, that's a whole other topic as well because… yeah. What yeah. is the stereotype? Why can't I be someone who likes to lift heavy shit yeah. and naturally… Like uh, to say fuck a lot. Like to say fuck a lot. Yeah. Naturally define my body in a way that mm. I want it to, to feel strong and capable and mm. to fight an illness, you mm. know, and to maintain that. Mm-hmm. You know, why can't I ha- I be that and mm-hmm. also be mm. sitting here in a room full of crystals and, and oracle cards and candles and yeah. incense burning? Like what, yeah. uh, you know, with… Pretty colors all around me. Why can't I be all of that? I don't I need. <laughs> I don't need to be just one. We don't need to be just no one, one thing. No one needs to be and just defined one thing. by that.
1: People like to generalize. People like to label. People like to define it's comfort because it and safety. Gives them identity. Yeah, it, it makes them organize things in a certain way to make them feel safe. Yeah.
2: Ultimately, it's that safety. And mm. it's the fear of being seen as an individual and unique. Yep. Because in the past, individuality and uniqueness was uh, so stared at up, and pointed growing at. Growing
1: up in our era, you wanted exactly. to fit in. And these days, it's amazing. Everyone, it's celebrated yeah. to be unique, which is awesome. Yeah. It's an exciting time. and It is. Yeah.
2: It's amazing. And I love that. And So I think, much. I think um, being able to use... Uh, Potty language, potty mouth language. <laughs> naughty um, words. Naughty words. <laughs> uh, I think being able to do that um, just… It's just another colour. Another, yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's another
1: thing that we like.
2: Yeah. Yeah. And if I was to change my language, mm-hmm. I'm not being authentic. Yeah. It's not you. No. It's not real. Because I've got a great spiritual vocabulary. Yeah. But it doesn't, it's not digestible for mainstream.
1: Yeah. But it's not you as well. It's well, not well it, it is you. It is but me you're more in certain
2: rooms. Yeah. But it's not me as yeah. a general Tracy. Mm-hmm. And in this podcast, for example, and when mm-hmm. I speak to you, I'm Tracy. Mm. I don't need to be anything more than mm. that or step into a different consciousness mm. in this room and no. in this friendship and yeah. in this podcast. Yeah. So we will swear and yes. there will be a big fucking fat E <laughs> on our podcast. Yeah. It may have a couple of exclamation marks after it. (laughs) Some other letters. (laughs) Whatever we want. Yeah, pretty much.
1: Uh, We're ourselves talking about stuff that's interesting.
2: Yeah. And hopefully other people think it's cool and interesting and that it answers questions or maybe even is just Mm thought-provoking and also provocative. You know, like I love that word.
1: We like discussing provocative things. Topics, we do. Yeah.
2: Send us an email if
1: you have any questions. Yeah. Please get in touch.
2: Or if you have any cool spirit stories or ghost stories.
1: Yes. Love them. Love them. Love them. Thanks for listening, everybody. Thank you.